Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. And welcome back, episode number 18 of the Announcer Schedules Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Gill. Phil DeMont Holland is the face and the voice behind at Announcer Skeds. And of course, we are back for episode 18. We got a busy time for you here. Don't forget, rate, review, subscribe. You can get us on the Sports Media Watch feed. We drop on Thursdays. And uh, this week, no guests for you because we are just jam-packed, Phil. we got so much NFL, college, the NBA is back, the baseball playoffs. We just got those announcers' uh, schedules for you. So we'll go through it all. We'll give you the highlights of last week and get you ready for the next week in college, pro, NBA, NHL, Major League Baseball. Man, we got it all. Yeah, exciting time of year, Mike, no doubt. Uh, really excited to be on the show with you tonight. And, you know, this time when we start to get into baseball playoffs, crossing over with obviously the football action, and then you throw in the start of the NBA and NHL seasons, busy times indeed. Let's go through real quick uh, week four, highlight some of the finishes that we got from the announced teams, couple of guys that have been on our show, uh, but some more fantastic finishes. Yeah, you know, an ongoing theme of our program here is, you know, so often the announcers that, you know, get the credit and also the publicity and, you know, on social media, kind of the the viral response, it depends on the games and the games that are close down the stretch and have these fantastic finishes, you know, I hearken back to Alcoa fantastic finishes for those who are a certain age group. And this week was no different. You know, there was the Packers-Patriots game. Uh, that was the Nance Romo number one CBS team. Um, our uh, recent guest on the program, Andrew Catalone, had one of those with Browns-Falcons along with James Lofton. Bills-Ravens. Uh, it seems like Ian Eagle is involved with these all the time. And he got another one of these with uh, Charles Davis as his analyst. And then Seahawks-Lions. This was a wild game that flew under the radar. Not a lot of the nation uh, received this game. And uh, Chris Myers on the play-by-play call for that one. Robert Smith was the analyst. Yeah, and uh, obviously uh, we keep getting these good calls. We keep getting these uh, final uh, you know, buzzer beaters, if you will, or down to the wires. But uh, another call that happened in week number four of the NFL, it was on Westwood One Radio and uh, we want to highlight Kevin Harlan with this fun call here for you. And here comes a stoppage in play because someone has run on the field with a smoke bomb that is pink, and he's running up the sideline. Now a couple of Rams come over there and make the tackle. Head first into the player who has taken the field 
And he's in a cloud of pink smoke, so you can't see him. And now on him are a couple of security guards. Kevin, I think this is becoming a thing. We got the pink smoke coming again. This is one of those gender reveals. Somebody at home's having a girl. Now, well, I thought maybe, I thought maybe that the last one we saw was uh, for some animal rights or something like that. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I just think, hey, you think about the way to reveal that you're having a, a, a girl. I'm going to run out on the field at the 49er game and get arrested just so I can let my honey at home know we're having a girl. That guy is headed to the slammer. And it will not be a good night. All right, Kevin Harlan with the spin at the end. That guy is going to the slammer. Uh, he has kind of been known for things like this, that uh, doing the play-by-play -play of the guy running on the field got him some notoriety, uh, but that one, a really good stamp at the end. Yeah, you know, um, I think we've had a drunk, bare-chested guy in uh, past games. We've also had a cat on the field that Kevin was able to describe, and these moments always seem to happen when Kevin's on the, the Westwood one call. And, you know, the, I don't think they would be as effective if it wasn't the radio uh, medium, you know, and, and the description that he gives specifically of exactly what's happening out there. In fact, on television, when a lot of these things happen, you know, the instructions for the production truck and the director is to actually cut away and not bring attention to the protester or the, you know, the, you know, the person crashing the, the game and that kind of thing to try to, you know, um, discourage this kind of behavior. But perfect for the, the radio uh, medium. And Harlan, once again, uh, gets it done. Um, had to be a tough night for that fella in the slammer. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, we, we uh, see this happen from time to time. As you said, it's been happening more and more. Different networks handle it different ways. But that was the radio call on Westwood One. All right. The NFL Week 5 is here, so let's find out who's calling your favorite team's games, Phil. Why don't you give the uh, TV announcers for this week in the NFL? Sure, yeah. A another busy week, of course, and you know I'm sure viewership will continue to be robust. Uh, begins on Thursday night. The Amazon Prime game this week is Colts at Broncos. Uh, of course, Michaels, Herb Street, and Hartung. So starting to settle in with that Amazon uh, Prime package and in, in obviously the the announcer pairing. Um, I'm still kind of curious, you know, how you know fans who aren't used to streaming are are doing uh, with that whole process. And then you know Sunday, of course, a full slate of games. Another London game. Um, so back to London, uh, Giants Packers, our buddy Kevin Kugler, uh, Mark Sanchez on the call there. That's on the NFL Network. And then the one o'clock games, uh, Steelers Bills, that's the uh, Nance Romo Wolfson game. That'll get the majority of the country. Uh, also, a good chunk of the country will also get Dolphins Jets on CBS, uh, Kevin Harlan, Trent Green, and Melanie Collins. Chargers Browns, that's Gumble and Archuleta. Titans, Commanders, Andrew Catalan and James Lofton. Uh, Texans, Jags, uh, Spiro Deeds on that one. Falcons, Bucks is uh, the Joe Davis game. And Bears, Vikings, Adam and Mean, Lions, Patriots, Kenny Albert, Seahawks, Saints, Brandon God and the play-by-play -play announcers for those. And then there's three games in the 4 o'clock window. Uh, Niners at Panthers. That's the Iron Eagle, Charles Davis, Evan Washburn game. Cowboys Rams at 425. Uh, that's the number one Fox game with Burkhart, Olsen, and Andrews. And then Eagles and Cardinals also at 425 with Chris Myers on the play-by-play -play duties. Sunday nights, Bengals, Ravens, 
Monday night's Raiders Chiefs. Yeah, and then, uh, of course, on the radio side, we've got uh, Westwood One. Spiro D's going to be on uh, two calls because he's doing the Thursday night game with Ryan Harris, who uh, you've heard call some Notre Dame games. Ryan Harris, Spiro D's on the uh, Thursday night game, Westwood One. Westwood One Sunday's got the London game. Bill Rosinski, the veteran, Derek Rackley, will be his color analyst for that one. Sports USA has Steelers, Bills, Josh Appel, Brandon Noble. I've had Brandon on my show a bunch of times. He's very good. That should be a good listen there. ESPN Radio, Steve Levy and Sal Palantonio doing that Dolphins-Jets game. Sal Pal appears on my show every Friday at 3 o'clock if you're a Sal Pal fan. Compass Media Network has Chris Carino and uh, Brian Baldinger, who is uh, very good uh, at breaking down these games. That's Chargers and Browns. And then... In that 4 o'clock window, you've got Compass Media with the National Cowboys call, Kevin Ray and Danny White. Sports USA has Eagles, Cardinals, Larry Kahn, Doug Plank uh, calling that one. Westwood One has the Sunday night game. That's Ryan Ratke and Ross Tucker. Ross Tucker does uh, Eagles preseason games, by the way. And Westwood One, Harlan and Warner on Monday night. So there's your radio breakdown for week Number five, a lot of radio games. If you're driving cross-country or you're in your car, you can always catch a game somewhere on the radio. And then, of course, Phil, as we know, we've got uh, a ton of stuff happening. Week six in college football is upon us. Yeah, week six is upon us. It's it's amazing how this season just kind of keeps trucking along. And, you know, college game day – will be in of all places. And we spoke about this college football program uh, last week, Lawrence, Kansas college game day. And we're not talking about the college basketball version of game day. Uh, This is college football game day, Lawrence, Kansas first time uh, ever in Lawrence for university of Kansas football game. And that's because the Kansas Jayhawks are five and O on the season and ranked. Uh, they'll be hosting another undefeated team, TCU, uh, later um, that afternoon. In fact, immediately following the broadcast. So ESPN College Game Day, uh, once again, an example of them making a choice to go to kind of the most compelling atmosphere and most compelling game, despite not having the game as part of their package. That'll be a FS1 game at noon with Jason Benetti, Brock Heward, and Allison Williams. Meanwhile, the Fowler, Herb Street, and Rowe team will be at Ohio State and Michigan State on ABC later in the day. So that's Herb Street's travel schedule. Uh, also on noon at uh, Saturday on Fox, on Big Fox, will be Gus Johnson, Joel Klatt, and Jenny Taft on the Michigan-Indiana game. It seems like uh, Johnson's getting a lot of those Michigan games. Makes sense, you know, the big brand of Michigan and you know, the way they're playing. And yeah, you know, a full slate of games following that, including a triple header on Fox, a CBS uh, double header, which culminates, by the way, that the early game on CBS is Georgia Auburn 330. That's with Tom McCarthy for their uh, former guest of the, the podcast on the call there with Rick Neuheisel. But then the primetime game is the game. If you remember back way back in the summer, people were, putting a bullseye on this game, Alabama and Texas A&M. If you remember all that trash talk between Saban and Jimbo Fisher, uh, that's the game. We're finally here now. A&M has 
kind of sputtered the season. So this game might not be getting quite as much juice as it was in the offseason when everybody was talking about it. But still, it's going to be a wild atmosphere. Uh, Brad Nestler, Gary Danielson, Jenny Dell. So that's a CBS primetime SEC game, 8 o'clock on Saturday night. Plenty more, including on FS1, uh, Eric Collins and Devin Gardner. I uh, love that crew, Texas Tech and Oklahoma State. That's a 3.30 game. Uh, more FS1 action um, in the evening as well. And then the late night games, these are always my favorite, Mike. If you're in an insomniac, if you can't, uh, you know, get to sleep, if you're on the West Coast anyway, uh, CBS Sports Network. I love this matchup. Hawaii, South Dakota State, talking about some obscure kind of trippy uh, late night stuff <laughs> on CBS Sportsnet. That's at 10.30 p.m. Eastern time. Rich Waltz and Aaron Taylor, Amanda Guerra on the sidelines. And then real late comes the ESPN 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific game. Oregon Stanford, Mark Jones, RG3 uh, on the call for that one. Yeah, and then, uh, of course, uh, all around the uh, dials, you've got uh, Compass Media, the Red River game. That's Greg Daniels and Steve Berline, ESPN Radio. They've got the Tennessee LSU. Uh, Mark Kescher, who's been a guest on our show uh, with Kelly Stauffer and Fitzsimmons. Uh, you've got Westwood One with J.P. Shadrick and Ryan Leaf on that Georgia-Auburn game. Uh, Compass Media has two games, and that's our partner T.J. Reeves and Tiki Barber. They all have that Alabama-Texas A&M game. So T.J. gets that big Alabama-Texas A&M game, and uh, you can hear T.J. on the Sports Media Watch with John Lewis, which dropped on Wednesday. So go back to the feed. It's the podcast right before us that you can go check out T.J.'s thoughts. But he'll call that game with Tiki Barber. Uh, and then touchdown radio, Brett Dolan, Gino Toretta, Ohio State, Michigan State, Learfield does the Saturday night Florida State-NC State game. That's Sloan Martin and Mike Golick Jr. Uh, who call that nationally each and every week. And uh, there's uh, all sorts of games on the radio, as we mentioned. By the way, that Sloan Martin-Mike Golick Jr. team, I don't know if you know this, Phil, they do a live YouTube that you can watch them in the booth calling the game. So that's kind of cool, another new feature. Uh, everybody's adding things to broadcast. Uh, I saw that the other night where you can watch them from inside the booth uh, calling the game. Pretty neat. That, that's a great touch. And, in fact, you know, as, you know, we continue with the, the Twitter feed um, at Announcer Sched's, Announcer Schedule's Twitter feed, one of the more popular things that we've been, you know, posting have been these views from the booth. You know, when there's these big calls, um, people are getting more and more social media savvy where, you know, they've got a camera set up in the booth and then they're able to capture the big call, not just obviously the audio of the call, uh, but, you know, what the reaction of the announcer in the actual booth is. So that's creates some some really cool um, scenarios there. Do want to mention just a couple other big uh, college football TV games this weekend. Um, Red River Showdown. You know, the Texas-Oklahoma clash every year in the Cotton Bowl. That's a noon kickoff on ABC. Joe Tessitore, Greg McElroy, and Katie George. We mentioned how Fowler, Herbstreet, and Rowe will be in East Lansing for the Michigan State-Ohio State game. And then the um, primetime game on ABC. This is interesting. Clemson at Boston College. And Sean McDonough, Todd Blackledge, 
and Molly McGrath. And it's always interesting when there's sort of that geographical or, you know, college connection with announcers. Obviously, Sean McDonough has a big connection with Boston. Uh, you know, that goes without saying, dating all the way back to, you know, his father's illustrious career, Will McDonough, uh, in that Boston market. But Molly McGrath also has connections. She's a Boston College alum. So it's kind of cool that they get to uh, head on up to, to Boston, you know, enjoy some some clam chowder and that kind of thing and and uh, bring viewers Clemson and Boston College. Yep. Uh, we always have busy. And by the way, there's a ton of broadcasters who we don't get a chance to kind of mention because, you know, you got the ESPN plus games where a lot of announcers are getting great opportunities and reps to get out there. So uh, ESPN plus always has another full lineup of games as well. We're giving you a little bit of taste of some of the networks and the radio calls there, but college football, another week here uh, on the announcer schedules podcast. Don't forget rate review, subscribe. If you missed any of our past interviews, you mentioned um, Tom McCarthy, Tom McCarthy's baseball duties will be ending on Wednesday. Phillies in the playoffs. We'll have the baseball playoff lineups for you coming up here shortly, but the local announcers TV side, don't get those games, so McCarthy back on football now. And that's another interesting quirk, Phil. The TVs in baseball, they're done, but the radio locally, they'll continue to go on. Yeah, and, you know, Tom mentioned this to us um, during his interview with us, and and I noticed this last week where he wasn't on a NFL game on Sunday right? on, on CBS. Uh, Beth Moen's, you know, uh, slid into that spot for him, and he had mentioned that that was going to be the plan because – you know, he wanted to be with the the Phillies and the Phillies wanted him around for that, that you know, I guess final big home, um, you know, big weekend of, of action as, you know, everyone's jockeying for playoff position and that kind of thing. So um, interesting, you know, how that all evolves. You know, there's other examples, uh, you know, like the Reds announcers, John, uh, John Sadak, who's now the Reds TV play-by-play broadcaster. I noticed this week, uh, for the first time this season, he has a college football assignment with CBS Sports Network. And I don't think it's any coincidence. You know, he was, you know, for those first few weeks of the college football season, booked up with the Reds. It only makes sense. All right. Uh, baseball now. We got the playoffs this weekend. We have the four announced teams. We'll get into that in a minute. But we had history all over the dial. Everybody seemed to call uh, number 61 for Aaron Judge and uh, I know that uh, there were some people, Phil, I'd like to get maybe your take on this. A lot of people complaining about the cut-ins. People were cutting in to the college football Saturday, and the college football fans weren't having it. Uh, but it was uh, a cut-in for Aaron Judge, who finally hit 61, and then hit 62 on Wednesday night. So we'll get those calls for you uh, from a couple different broadcasters in just a minute. But what's your thoughts on how the network's kind of handled the cut-ins. The NFL said, no cut-ins, man. You're not cutting into our game. But college football fans all over on social media, not happy. Yeah, I, I finally got to witness this a little bit in real time this this past Saturday. I wasn't able to see it the, the first weekend. And, you know, the one thing that kind of surprised me that seemed really kind of awkward, and then I didn't mind the idea of the cut-in, generally speaking. But the audio from the yes network when you're watching a college football game on, on ESPN or, or another, you know, uh, network just seemed out of place. You know, suddenly we're watching the college football game. We're cutting in, we've got split screens. We're watching Aaron judges at bat. 
and then they're pumping in the yes audio. That's what seemed a little strange to me. You know, I thought they could maybe do that without the audio, and then that way the college football uh, fans would still feel engaged in their game, but you're watching just on a second screen the judge at bat. The other thoughts on it, you know, I wonder how much of this is just general Yankee venom, you know, that so many people hate the Yankees. And if it was another, you know, player, you know, maybe a little more uh, benign or or whatnot from another organization, there might not be this sort of, you know, um, pushback. And he did not hit a ho- the home run in either case during any of those cut-ins. No, he so walked a felt- lot too. Yeah, and he walked a lot. So you felt felt like, you know, what are we doing this for? You know, like, you know, and so there wasn't any payoff at any point from the cut-ins. Yeah, and I know and so the, all those factors. The 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 sediment of in 2022, like, you know, you, it's a la carte everywhere. You if you want to watch it, you can go find it and they're serving it to you like as if you couldn't get it somewhere else. I think people were a little annoyed by that. Hey, I'm not a baseball fan, I'm not a Yankee fan. I don't need to see this. Um, I, if I wanted to see it, I could watch it on my own. There's so many different ways to do it. I don't know. Um, I didn't really need it. I'm, I'm of the mindset of 62 while it's an American league record. Look, I get the 73 Barry bonds, but I saw it with my own two eyes. I know it may be tainted, but to me, that's the number. Uh, nobody says, Hey, look, Drew Brees is breaking the NSC passing yard total. Uh, the break in American League record, eh, I didn't really need it. If I wanted to watch it, I would have gone on on my own. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. But we got a lot of good calls from it. By the way, our first one, Ricky Ricardo, who I was just a guest on WPHL 17 Sports Scene, and Ricky was the guest after me. Uh, You'll see that Wednesday uh, night in the Philly market. So, uh, Ricky Ricardo, here you go. The Yankee uh, play-by-player in Spanish. Judge. Batazo. Profundo por el izquierdo. Olvídala. Exa. Se va. Se va. Se fue. La número 61 se fue. Muévase un poquito, Roger Maris. Hay otro que se quiere sentar en la mesa. El juez, Aaron Judge. Culpable de empatar el récord de los Yankees. De empatar el récord de la Liga Americana. All right, Ricky Ricardo, who, by the way, uh, Phil, is also the Eagles play-by-play announcer on the Spanish radio network. Yeah, so that was home run number 61, and it actually went down right after we recorded last week's show. You know, so during a weekday when the Yankees were at the Blue Jays, after all that buildup and all that back and forth about whether, you know, Michael Kay should get the call on these national outlets like Apple TV Plus and all this, it ends up being just a standard weekday night when there's the 
you know, regional television broadcast uh, for each team. And so as a result, you know, kind of, you know, right you know, what you would sort of expect uh, Michael Kay with one call, John Sterling with another Ricky Ricardo, of course, on the Spanish side, which we just heard, but then it's worth noting the visiting team or, or rather the, the host team, but the team, not, you know, uh, the Yankees in this case was the blue Jays and Dan Shulman, you know, familiar name to, to uh, listeners of the podcast got the TV call for that on the blue Jays side and then also Ben Wagner uh, was the radio voice for the Blue Jays. So kind of a cool opportunity for Blue Jays announcers in this case. And then we'll, there'll be some others with uh, 62 from uh, from Texas, you know, who got the chance to have this call as well. Yeah, and I thought uh, 62, which was on uh, Tuesday night, we're recording on Wednesday. Let's play John Sterling, WFAN New York on the radio side. Here's the 1-1. Swung on. There it goes. Deep left, it is high, it is far, it is gone! Number 62 to set the new American League record. Aaron Judge hits his 62nd. All the Yankees out of the dugout to greet him. Just think of it. Three Yankee right fielders. The Babe hitting 60 and 27. The Jolly Roger. Hitting 61 and 61. And now Aaron Judge hits his 62nd home run. The most home runs any American leaguer has hit in a single season. And the American League has been alive for 120 years. This is Judgment Day. Case closed. There you go, John Sterling with the call. WFAN New York, the venerable John Sterling uh, given the call and giving you the history, the three right fielders. Yeah, I thought the call was great. Um, you know, we do have a view from the booth on the Twitter feed. Uh, you know, a hat tip to WFAN for for producing the Sterling cam, you know, which gives you a close-up look of John Sterling as he's in action. He's got an interesting setup there. I, I encourage you to you check that out. Yeah, now he um, goes with the uh, the mic in front of him with the mic stand as opposed to the headset. Yeah, and he's got you know I'm 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 taking a look at it right now. He's got one earpiece in his right ear that's uh, wired to something, and then he's got his hand up to his his left ear the entire time, as if he's listening to perhaps um, something else or making sure he he's got some something going there in terms of earpiece. <laughs> it's an interesting setup, yeah. very old school. Well, I yeah. imagine he's got the earpiece in one ear and he's putting the hand in the other ear to kind of keep the sound out of that ear. Oh, just to keep the sound out? I think yeah, so. I, I only wear, mean. if you see me right now, Phil and I can see each other on the video to peel the curtain back, I only wear one earbud as well. Gotcha. And especially, I would imagine, when the, when the crowd's really cranking it up like they had to be when yeah. the – you know, the, but, the bat crack there. But you could see him kind of look at the camera. He knows he's on. Sterling knows he's on in that moment. By the way, a lot of, as we mentioned, on the college football, which we mentioned about 10 minutes ago, uh, a lot of these booth cams are coming in. I know after all the Eagles games, we get the Merrill Reese cam, and you can see him with these calls. But a lot of people are doing it now. Dave Sims on the Mariners call last week. You saw him in the booth as the Mariners won on a home run. And by the way, we're going to try to get Dave Sims on a – brought on a uh, podcast, uh, maybe in an interview coming up at some point. I talked to Dave 
after they won, and he's trying to wait to see what the schedule's going to be for the Mariners. But he was a boot camp. You're seeing a lot more of this now. So it's really cool for all our announcer schedules uh, fans out there to kind of get a peek inside at the announcers. Yeah, and the, these booths, some of them, it's a very obviously like just organic uh, in the moment. You can see the excitement. Uh, that's definitely what I felt when we saw a few of those Mariners clips. And then there's John Sterling. And it's almost like he's like a method actor or something as he's, you know, waving his hands as he's he's enunciating certain words through it all. Aaron Judge, you know, that's a very bad uh, impression, but you guys get the idea. But, you know, awesome call there. Um, and then once again, you know, we had this game was played in Texas, so no national um, coverage of this one, but an opportunity for the Bally Sports Southwest announcer, uh, Dave Raymond, to get a call in as well and to be able to call uh, some history. So that that's kind of cool. Um, as far as, you know, the other team's announcer's opportunity. The flight of the ball. And that ball is crushed. Deep out to left. And history has landed in Arlington. Number 62 for Aaron Judge, an American League single-season home run record as he passes Roger Maris in the penultimate game of this 2022 season. Now, Phil, you can really hear the difference because uh, obviously that was a television call and Dave allowed the pictures to tell the story. Uh, Sterling was on the radio where he is filling a lot more verbal pictures for the listeners. And uh, he gives you his traditional, it is high, it is far, it is gone. How's my Sterling? That's right. Uh, all rise. There you go. So you heard the, uh, the difference judge. between a television broadcast where they really let the sound take you out and then the radio call where John Sterling gave you a lot more description, some history behind uh, the, the, the background of the right fielder. So obviously two different genres, two different mediums, if you will, of calling that. Dave Raymond did a good job of letting that play out and uh, letting the pictures tell the story. Yep, both uh, Raymond on number 62 and Dan Shulman on number 61. I think they're really compelling, great calls, you know, where, you know, you're you're the opposing team, but you are really giving credence to, to what you're witnessing there and describing the action at the same time in the context. Uh, nicely done, Dave Raymond. Uh, all right. Uh, we've had some uh, uh, clinchers, too. I mean, I told you in Dave Sims. The Mariners ended a 21-year drought of not making the playoffs here in Philadelphia. Uh, the Phillies made the playoffs for the first time in 11 years. There were some really cool openings. Uh, Scott Fransky on the radio side had a really cool opening to that night against the Astros. Tom McCarthy was getting a lot of praise for the way he set up that ninth inning uh, in there. But we also had the Braves, who came from 10 and a half games back to win the National League East over the Mets. 2-2. Two -two. 
In the air to right field, Ronald Acuna back. Ronald is under it. The Braves have won it again. For the fifth year in a row, the Braves are champions of the National League East. What a team. And what a summer as they hunted down the Mets, passed them, and the Braves have won 101 games, and the celebration is theirs. That is uh, Ben Ingram there for the Braves radio network as the Braves in the final week of the season, Phil, to catch the Mets. Yeah, really nicely done there by Ben Ingram. And I want to give Ben Ingram a, a hat tip as well. One of my students here at Brevard College, who's an aspiring uh, student broadcaster, um, had the chance to to work with the Braves this summer. And Ben spent some time mentoring him, uh, our student, Brady Penn, and just uh, tremendous that he's able to give back. We talked about that uh, some last week with our guest, Mike Cousins, um, you know, how important it is to, to kind of pay it forward. Well, Ben's doing exactly that with the next generation of broadcasters and great call there for the Braves clincher. All right, we got Major League Baseball playoffs starting. The ESPN announcing crews for the wild card have been announced. Uh, San Diego Mets, Carl Ravage, Dave Cohn, Eduardo Perez, Buster Olney. That's kind of their Sunday night baseball team. So you would imagine we don't have the times as we're recording here. But you would imagine that's going to be the prime time game. Book Schiambi, Doug Glanville, Jesse Rogers, Tampa Bay and Cleveland, uh, Dave Fleming, Jessica Mendoza, Tim Kirkchen, and Coley Harvey. That's the Mariners Blue Jays. And on the Phillies Cardinals series, that's going to be the Michael Kay, the Yankee announcer, and Alex Rodriguez is going to be back in the booth. So you'll get uh, K and A-Rod for a full wild card series, Phillies and the Cardinals. Uh, so there is the broadcasting pairings for baseball. Interesting how this shakes out because ESPN, you know, with the entire wild card package, you know, we'll see Fox, FS1, TBS, MLB Network as we get later um, into the playoffs. But ESPN has these packages here and – you know, during the regular season, ESPN only had that Sunday night package on linear TV. They did a bunch of stuff on ESPN Plus and a bunch of ESPN radio. But now suddenly, you know, we see other announcer pairings, you know, for these games. And, you know, they're all uh, familiar names and that kind of thing. But just uh, sort of interesting that, you know, we see them on ESPN calling Major League Baseball in some cases for the first time this year. Okay, MLB right there. Let's go to the NBA. The preseason started. I watched a preseason game the other night. Uh we had uh, Ryan Rucco. Yes Network was the feed on NBA TV. Sarah Kustach, uh, good broadcast area, which is interesting because I heard Rucco make mention, Phil, that the game was on Yes Plus, the app only, because the Yankee game was on TV. So the game on NBA TV was getting taken from the streaming service. That's uh, 2023 as we know it right there, huh? Did it, did it seem okay um, as far as production-wise? Would not or? have known. Would not have known anything different. Um, Ruko's a pro. Sarah does a great job. It was Sixers and the Nets. Uh, would not have known that it was – now, I don't think the production is any different for being on a streaming service, but the fact that the Yankee game was on, they got bumped to, yes, the, the app, and NBA TV picked that game, but uh, would not have known. Yeah, cool that um, they made they made that happen somehow, some way. And as you mentioned, NBA preseason underway. I was able to check out a little bit of the action, um, you know, as we're taping last night on Tuesday night. TNT uh, had its first package, and you know they brought out some of the big dogs right away. Even though this is a preseason game, um, Spiro Deeds, 
Stan Van Gundy, Jared Greenberg on the call of Pistons Knicks. And then that was followed by um, the late night game, Pelicans, Bulls, Kevin Harlan, Greg Anthony, and Stephanie Reddy. Harlan and Deeds, by the way, talk about some busy schedules, you know, because they're fitting in Westwood One radio on the NFL, a Sunday NFL game. And now uh, we're talking TNT NBA during the week as well. So, you know, Harlan and Deeds getting it done in the, the respective airports around the country. Well, Deeds is doing Thursday night. He did the basketball on Tuesday, NFL Thursday, and he's got an NFL game on Sunday. So he's really burning the candle at both ends. Aaron Harlan, as you mentioned, he's got uh, a Sunday NFL game, the Monday night NFL game, and then that Tuesday NBA game. So uh, busy time of the year. We love it. All the announcers, hat tips to all you who listen out there uh, and follow at announcer Skeds on Twitter and all of you announcers who – chime in and respond and like and share uh spread the word keep doing it we'll continue to uh you know put out the word announcer schedules podcast phil demont mollen mike gill uh all right let's get into our final a uh, couple of uh you know um ep- escapades i guess if you will on what's happening with us uh the next couple of weeks here where will you be uh, i know you're always busy yeah, um, big week for us here at Brevard College in the mountains of Western North Carolina, NCAA Division Three football, and I will be on the call. I'll be handling play-by-play for the uh, Brevard College Tornadoes football game on Saturday. That's 2 p.m. versus Methodist, and you can check that out, uh, Brevard College Tornadoes YouTube channel. So it'll be fun to, to, to bring uh, folks the action for that one uh, exciting product uh, here in the mountains of Western North Carolina, NCAD three football, two o'clock Saturday. All right. Uh, and uh, as always, you have the radio show in Atlantic city, two to six weekdays. Uh, I am uh, on good morning, NFC East Monday mornings at seven twenty, and on birds, three sixty five on Wednesday mornings at eight twenty. And uh, you could check that out on the Jacob Media YouTube channel. It's uh, a big streaming service here in the Philly market. And, uh, man, we are getting crazy. We're getting into that time of the year where uh, all the sports are starting to intersect. By the way, the NHL opens up uh, Thursday night. I know the Flyers play, so I know that uh, we'll be getting hockey stuff. We probably um, maybe overlooked them a little bit today because it's sneaking up on us. But maybe next week, that'll be the opening night, so we'll get all the hockey stuff as well. Uh, Sports USA is doing a hockey radio package. That's a national radio package now for the NHL. Um, and uh, we'll have all that stuff for you. All right. Rate, review, subscribe, share us, follow at announcer Skeds on Twitter. We're on the Sports Media Watch feed. And every Thursday we drop right here on that feed. And uh, we're going to uh, be back. We might have a, uh, a check back to the feed. We may have a... Uh, interview later on in the week. We'll see. Uh, follow at announcer skeds for all of that. And of course, all week long, uh, Phil always puts out the assignments and all that kind of stuff. If you ever have questions, leave them and we will get to those on another edition of the announcer schedules podcast. Do you have any final also, thoughts? Yeah. Just one more interview that's on the feed right now. Uh, I encourage folks to check out the will Purdue interview with George Offman. Um, Will is a, a really interesting figure, was a part of those, you know, amazing Chicago Bulls teams um, of the the 90s with Michael Jordan and now getting it done on the announcer side. So that's another offering on the Sports Media Watch feed. All right. Uh, we'll be back next week with another edition, episode 18. 
in the books. For Phil, I'm Mike. Have a great announcing weekend, everybody. We'll talk to you next week right here on the Announcer Schedules Podcast. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Saving money when you start your next project today at Menards. Check out our great selection of garage and utility lighting options. In stock, ready to take home today. We carry everything to help you illuminate whatever project you're working on. Shop garage and utility lighting products in store at your nearest Menards. You can also view all of our entire selection of lighting options today on Menards.com. Save money.